You're listening to the Discovery Health Puppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals. This podcast series is designed to empower doctors and allied healthcare professionals to truly understand the Protection of Personal Information Act, a groundbreaking piece of legislation that fundamentally changes the way in which healthcare businesses deal with patient information. Each episode of this podcast series answers a burning question around reaching Puppy Act compliance. Hi. I'm Larry Borowitz, the Deputy Information Officer of Discovery Health and host of the Discovery Health Poppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals series. Discovery Health has created this podcast series to support healthcare practitioners to ensure they are ready for the Poppy Act when it will be fully enforceable on the 1st of July, 2021. So how does papaya define information? It looks at information from two perspectives. The first key definition is what is called personal information or PI. And this is data that can be used to identify a living natural person or a juristic person. Then there's also special personal information or SPI. So I'm now gonna talk a bit more about personal information and special personal information. When we look at personal information, we can break it up into a number of categories. So the first we would call internal. And this would be any information which an individual could be expected to know about him or herself. So good examples of this type of information would be passwords or PIN codes for ATM cards. Then there's also external information. And this is information which a person can expect others to know about them. So examples in this case would be someone's ID number as well as their height and their weight. The next category would be historical information. And this would be information, for example, in terms of where someone was during the course of their life. So if someone, for example, was in New York on 9-11, this would be termed historical information. Then there's also tracking information. Examples of this would be an IP address or GPS coordinates of an individual. Then there's financial information. And this information could include information around people's houses, cars, recent purchases on their credit card, and any other kind of credit record. And then there's social information, which would be information about a person's public life. So for example, their friends, their job title, their work history, etc. In terms of special person information, this is information which the Act takes very seriously and regards as being, in essence, more secret. So examples of special person information could be one's religious beliefs, one's biometric data, one's sexual identity, HIV status, criminal record, and trade union membership. Information relating to children is also regarded as special personal information. So then who are the role players who then need to make sure that this personal and special person information is protected? The first term which is important to consider is what we call the data subject. And this is any identifiable person or juristic entity. Then data subjects would give their information over to what we'd call the responsible party. And a responsible party is any public or private body or person that determines the purpose of and means of processing personal information. So in the case of a health practice, it would be the practice itself, where the patient, who would be the data subject, would then give information to the practice or the doctor who then be responsible for ensuring that this information is protected. A responsible party can also appoint what is called an operator. 
who is any person or party that processes person information for or on behalf of a responsible party in terms of a formal contract or mandate. So a good example would be a practice appointing a bureau who would then be responsible for protecting the information which is shared about each patient. The bureau would then have to sign a contract formally with the practice and commit to protecting the information of the practice's patients. An information collection party is any third party which collects information but which is not formally responsible for the protection of that information. A good example of this is a practice engaging with a medical aid like discovery. So when the medical aid receives information from the practice, it is acting as an information collection party where it is receiving information about the practice's patients who are then potentially submitting claims or where a practice requires additional information around, for example, an authorization for a particular patient. So when information is going between the practice and discovery, either the practice sending it to discovery or the discovery sending information back to the practice, there's no formal contract required because between discovery and the practice, there's not a responsible party or operate relationship, but an information collection relationship between the practice and discovery. You've been listening to the Discovery Health Poppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals. Be sure to look out for the other episodes in this podcast series.